A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm gonna help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who were running out of it. Get me! Until one moment changed everything. This is an emergency. Get off the train. That man's trying to kill you. What? Who are you? What is going on? I can see the future. Da, 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 da. You sound insane. You realize that? We spent last week in the cesspool that was Argyle. We continue waiting around the cesspool this week as we discuss one brought to us courtesy Sony Pictures in association with Marvel and apparently pepsi pictures it's madam web time on mad about movies welcome in i'm kent joined by co-hosts richard brian boys how we doing we're almost to dune 2 i promise a couple more weeks here but man they are starting off the year strong depending on your perspective should we take february off in yeah the future just do throwbacks or something for february yeah this I say just take it I off. Feel, I feel mean. <laughs> I have so little will to live at this point. I mean, it's yeah. it's dark days, man. This was this was freaking brutal. It's pretty bad. It seems to be uh, the new September is February now, and you just drop in movies that you know are bad. And yeah, where are those said, tax write offs when we need them? I know <laughs> yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah, could really go for a Looney Tunes movie right about now. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I'm married for a lot of reasons. But I told you guys, I'm super glad I was not trying to impress a girl this Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right. like I didn't have a lot of my self-esteem riding on whether this date went well <laughs> because it's like, honey, we can go see Madam Web or Argyle or and you want to see this mm-hmm. Bob Marley movie maybe or yeah, man. Lisa like Frankenstein. I mean, there's just a a murderer's row of, of right, great movies. Right out right yeah, now cause, so cause at least january you still have all these like oscary movies yeah you didn't get a chance to see but even those it's like who wants to take a date to see <laughs> oppenheimer you know like that's not a very <laughs> light-hearted thing it does not yeah. i don't know <laughs> so to speak all right uh time to talk madam webb fellas this one is gonna be fun for a lot of reasons and i want to talk just about the concept for this and sort of the discussion up until release. And we'll talk about the movie itself here in a bit and get to spoilers, all that kind of stuff. Don't worry. I think this is a concept that people were kind of in on. And correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, as I pass it to you, I don't remember there being any negative discourse around we're making a a female-led Spider-Man movie with Dakota Johnson I don't I don't remember that. I don't remember the negativity until it feels like Dakota saw a screening of it maybe and then it kind of started to get out there that it was bad and then people started the trailer to turn on too. it. Trailer Maybe the trailer. Maybe the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I just because of the whole I don't like, feel like there was negativity until and- very recently. My I might be wrong though. I don't totally remember, but I I think that I think there was some, number one, I think people focused a lot of their attention on Craven the Hunter, which we still have that to look forward to, um, which I think we all expect is just 
a real turd of a movie. Um, and then you can, you know, you can make some jokes about Venom three if you want to as well. I'm happy to join in that. Uh, people really like Dakota Johnson. It's not for me. This is not my jam really. She's been very good in, in, in uh, a couple of things and very bad in some other things. I, I feel like it's, it's fine. That's like a lot of actors and actresses. It doesn't, I think on average, uh, most people are way more in on whatever Dakota Johnson is doing than, than I am. So maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. I thought this sounded like a terrible idea just from the standpoint of we can't just give a movie to every person who's ever been, had like a comic book named after them for seven runs or whatever. I mean, you know, we're going to like the idea of like a, a, a female led um, superhero movie. That's fine. I mean, uh, that's what I say publicly, but uh, you guys all see my text. But no, like that part's totally fine. Like, and in some ways, like okay, yeah, cool. We 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 do need more uh, women and female characters, uh, female-led movies, all these sorts of things. Great. Did it need to be this one? I would say probably, probably yeah. not. Probably I don't, sets I don't things know back if anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so for- I don't I don't remember if there was an immediate initial outcry on this thing or if it has just built over time. The trailer was horrendous, um, and and yeah, the the press tour. I don't know that Sony could have imagined um, a less successful press tour than the one that Dakota Johnson and, to a lesser extent, Sydney Sweeney have been on uh, over these last couple of of months. I think the, there was positivity because of Sony's handling of Spider Verse and and all that. Now they handled letting. Marvel and pe- or MCU do what they want. Marvel Studios do what they want with Spider-Man and kind of worked in tandem with them, I think, on No Way Home. and People are less so, down on Venom than we are. Like, right. right. Generally speaking, large. yeah. Generally yeah. speaking, I mean, unfortunately, we're going to have to see Venom 3 at some point. But I think the general public, you're right, uh, enjoys those movies. And so I think at the outset, people were like, okay, I'll give this a chance. Mm-hmm. Then... You start hearing some rumblings, as we like to say. Mm-hmm. And I think this started around November, and it kind of culminated with Dakota Johnson's hosting of Saturday Night Live, in which I think the same day she hosted, she fired her agents and moved yeah. reps. So we were like, why would she switch reps when she's clearly doing really well? Oh, something must be... Mm-hmm. going on probably saw this movie and that leads me to a huge part of i think the reason dakota johnson's in this the reason sydney sweeney's in this their agents did not know this was not the mcu <laughs> which leads yeah. me to to, uh, to ask the question right if you're at that level in hollywood if you're repping dakota johnson and sydney sweeney don't you think you need to be familiar with the most popular cinematic franchise no. and what that is and I, whether this is I a part would, of that? I mean, that is a huge mistake from their teams. I mean, Sydney probably they is, probably didn't even know till they were on set and probably shot had shot a lot of this that this was not connected. So this is a bit of speculation, but my feeling on this is the agents definitely knew that Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney maybe did not know and their agents did not properly inform them what they were. Because yeah, they wouldn't have wanted to do too. it. Well, I mean, look, I don't know what Sydney Sweeney's contract. Dakota Johnson got paid $5 million-ish to do this movie. 
look, I, I, if, if they were not informed that this is the movie that they are doing, then you totally get why Dakota Johnson fires her agent and, and all of these things. They're, they were like tagging like MCU in their Instagram posts and stuff on this. And it's just like, oh no. But also, this is not that complicated, guys. Like, it's stupid. It's stupid that we have this weird. It's fine for some rando that goes to see five movies a year to be not super sure of what is and is not an MCU movie. I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily feel like I need my agent to I, to tell me that this is not. An, it does not take much to figure this out. So, it, anyway, all this to say, well, I the fact that you're going to the Sony lot and not the Disney lot is probably yeah. That sign might that one. might explain the some things. I. Anyway, but I got the impression that the agents definitely knew that this is the this is the movie that it is that maybe the the stars were um, unaware and and if that's the stars case, were then definitely I, unaware. I mean, yeah, for sure. So if that's the case, look, you got to take a little bit of that on yourself. You can also totally see why you fi- you might fire your agent or move on to to something else. Um, but also, like you know. This is pretty basic information at this point. Like, it's not too much to ask, I think, for you to to know, since you are in this industry, to either know the difference or to not care. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I don't think they're completely innocent bystanders in all this. But that's the impression. I mean, I, I think by. to the extent that they would trust their agent's opinion on whether they should do it. And which leads me to ask, did they read the script? What? <laughs> Well, you, yeah, you know, I don't know how they, much agents know what are going to Lorenzo Bonaventura has done. Yeah. Uh, it's a very confusing situation about how this is all. The fact that this movie exists is kind of a. It's pretty amazing, honestly. Yes. It's of a second movie in a week that's of a different era. It's of a yes. 2002 time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that's more. I'm even more conspiracy theory on this in that I think there were some probably some talks when this was starting to get made about mergers, different rights, moving over certain ways. The Sony piece has been fluid for 10 years now. Like every time they make one of these, it's allegedly the last one they're going to do. And Mm -hmm. then they kind of keep making something with Spider-Man to kind of keep that version of their movie studio going. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some things promised that this would maybe eventually be brought into some kind of universe. Sure. And that's why they fired the agent. I think it's more like along those lines. And then that kind of fell through. You know, I don't know if the, I I don't know if someone of Dakota Johnson's caliber is like going to agents for opinion on what to do more than they are for negotiation power. And, you know, I'm Mm. thinking there was probably also a large back end portion of this. And when this turned out, it was going to be a flop. They were, it was probably also, a little peeved on the negotiation. Sure. You're going, sure. I know these are all kind of, good points. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it's certainly a huge, huge like macro whiff, but, but uh, you know, these things, I mean, exact, I don't know, honestly. And I, I, I don't, and I'm not trying to be like a Johnny come lately, like an act like the MCU is not something I've enjoyed over for the most part over the last 15 years. Certainly has been. But I don't know if this is much better in 2024 if it's even an MCU movie just because the the concept and Agreed. everything is so bad. Yeah, totally yeah. agree. No, it has no chance. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. It yeah. it feels like some of those knockoff Marvel movies that started to come out after X Men, like The yeah. Punisher, 
the original mm-hmm. Punisher movie. That's, yeah, I mean, it feels like 2003. It feels yeah, like Catwoman kind of yeah. feel. Yeah, yep. It does yep. have that. Catwoman is the closest thing to this, in my opinion. Like that's yeah. that's the movie I felt like I was watching. <laughs> I mean, it's clear to me, in my opinion, that Dakota Johnson, like from frame one, isn't trying. And if she is, I mean, we've got a problem. It's <laughs> kind think, of her yeah. thing, though, right? I mean, I don't know. I I, I hope not. You know. Well, I mean, that, but that was the issue with the Fifty Shades movies, too, the sequels to those. Like, she just kind of is so low energy on a lot of stuff that it's hard to tell when she's trying or not, all that stuff. I think this was a major point of of discussion in our Discord this week was um, sort of the... Mm, it sort of a it sort of became like a Dakota Johnson versus Hugh Grant kind of thing, oh. where it was like the three of us we've spoken at length about how much we enjoy Hugh Grant's. Not just I don't care, but actually I actively hate doing this <laughs> and how much fun that usually is. Um, and then Dakota Johnson was taking a lot of flack for kind of having similar attitude and vibes. My my point on that was just. The difference is, I, I feel like Hugh Grant hates the process of, certainly of of uh, getting out and selling his movie, um, and sometimes hates the process of of making his movie, but I don't feel like that bleeds into the performance in the movie, and maybe in the case of something like music and lyrics, maybe, but uh, generally speaking, Hugh Grant plays a type. And you're gonna get that type, and it's he he does pretty well at it, depending on how you you know where you, how you stand where you stand on on Hugh Grant. I think the difference is Dakota Johnson. It feels like to your point, Kent. It's not just that she did not enjoy making this movie and did not enjoy selling this movie. Um, it 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 that comes through in the performance. So that kind of like flat, unengaged thing that she does that can work really well. This sort of like almost like a curmudgeonly kind of approach to doing a press tour or whatever that can work um, in the press tour. It's tough to sell that uh, in, in the movie. If you're bringing that same, that same vibe to the movie in fairness, I like Sydney Sweeney a lot. I think she's terrible in this and she's trying, I think, I don't know that Dakota Johnson was trying, so I I don't know. Maybe it's a can we Hollywood can we stop two, two different criticisms, but yeah, universally hot people as shy, awkward nerds like we. It's we need to it's stop. a it's a terrible, especially at this point with with her. I mean, Tom I Holland. I mean, look, it, really the shy, awkward nerd. At least he's yeah. short. Yes, like, literally, and he 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 still feels like a child. I don't I I don't really feel like Sydney Sweeney still feels. I mean, she's twenty seven. She's she's playing a sixteen year old at this point, and she's twenty. I don't know. I mean, I know that's a long time Hollywood thing, but I don't know. We could probably we could probably set that. I mean, aside I, at this I point thought the with her especially maybe just those three characters brought almost nothing to this movie. It should have just been Madam Web and her life, you know? It's like, it really (laughs) didn't go anywhere. It felt like it was setting up for something that we're going to see at some point, some kind of team-up movie. That we're never going to see. That we're never going to see. we're never going to see. There was no Spider-Women action between those three at any point, other than some weird flashbacks. This is There's no superheroes in this superhero movie. I mean, that's like the number one issue right off the bat, is they are literally superheroes for... A flashback scene and the final thirty seconds of the movie. 
I mean, we talked about what? Uh, in what? the VIP this week. We talked about when Harry met Sally, and one of the things we said was, "This is a movie." Spoiler alert: that everything works: direction, writing, performances, cinematography. What it's the complete opposite of that is probably this, where nothing yes. works: yes. direction, acting, writing, cinematography. This is one of the war- most terribly directed movies. I've yes. seen. I, I don't know who S.J. Clarkson is, but if she uh, comes from television. Like she's done uh, some prestige. TV work. Yeah, TV. Yeah, okay. Show. There you go. This felt like TV. It felt like an episode of Nine One One. Have you ever seen that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very similar to this. The ambulances, chases. The, there's this one character that's Jennifer Love Hewitt in Nine One One. That's just in a control room the entire time, like a dispatcher. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She lives in next door to Ed Harris. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Come on over, I'll leave his backyard." So. Yeah, he's. I'll put a key under the mat. Just yeah. let me know you got Thursdays are all yours. Right, right. and he's the su- producer super nice is, about that. Right, right. is um, yeah. Lorenzo Di Bonaventura. And if you go, if you click on his name on the old Rotten Tomatoes, uh, he is responsible for such series as GI Joe Retaliation, mm. Mm. Doom Annihilation. Remember this one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Classic. Uh, remember right. last year's Meg Two: The Trench, Transformers: Rise of the that. Beasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like nine out of ten movies are rotten that he's done, and not just like rotten, like extremely rotten, like ten percent, eleven percent, seventeen percent. So the track record's there. All the warning signs were there. For some reason, these guys that wrote Morbius keep getting work. Like they just signed those guys up again to write this movie. I don't know. Uh, just what so are they excited do- about doing this yeah. over and over again? It's it's unbelievable. Really, they, it's incredible that this didn't work. I mean, who, who could have seen that? You know. <laughs> so that is that's seriously that. I mean, this is this is one of the big points. Is like I I feel like we have to give studios a little bit of. Uh, cover a little bit of grace on on superhero movies over the next couple of years because it's last year changed everything and it's going to take a little bit of time for them to number one figure out what to move to next but also it's just like we've already got all these movies in production we can't yeah just stop all of them so you're gonna have to have some some grace on Hey, this movie did very, very poorly at the box office. Blah blah yeah. blah. The, you have to understand problem, we greenlit this when even the bad ones were making ex- three hundred million. Exactly, exactly. When when Venom can make eight hundred million dollars, you can understand um, yep. why some of these movies get made. Still extending the grace <laughs> to them on to Sony on this one. There's not one redeeming part no. of this movie, and there was never going to be a. The redeeming only thing part is that movie. it's Spider Man. Like that's the only thing yes. that I think they could yes. say. Well, even a bad Spider-Man movie will make four hundred million dollars because Spider-Man right. Right. is just it, you print money when you do Spider-Man property, and that I can see that you might want to make kids like it then because kids love Spider-Man. Yeah, right, right. Maybe do that. But then. the fact that like, <laughs> how is this going to tie in? Like, because this doesn't obviously tie into anything. It's you know, it's not like we'll it doesn't. It's I mean, it's yes, it's too standalone I get what you're for, saying. for the Spider-Man fan that that loves Tom right. Holland Spider-Man or loved Spider-Verse or even loved the last Sony ones to see this trailer and be right. like, oh, OK, yeah, I got I got I got you. I see what they're doing here. You know, it's just too honestly, obviously money grabby. 
like, oh, they're just making another Spider-Man. That sure. Has nothing the, to do with anything. Okay. Right. Right. It it almost reminds you of like those. It's not even like the. Um, remember when they made like a Captain America movie for eighty grand or whatever, just to retain the rights in like the mm-hmm. late eighties, early nineties. That's almost what it feels like, except on an eighty million dollar budget. <laughs> it, it's. It's made so it's I don't, I can't even call it cynically. It's just incompetence. Yeah. It's just incredible incompetence from top to bottom on this. It's thing. like there a really is, dumb people are cynical. Yeah, totally. I mean, they're just because you're right. Can't like money grab is not the wrong term. It's just they did this because they could. Dumbest money grab yeah, of all exactly. time. Like yeah. there was there was no world in which this could be successful. The only positive that I can give it is that they only spent $80 million making it. Cause yeah. you just assume with a movie like this, that like the floor is $150 million at this point, you know, it's like saying having we're, been greenlit in a different era, but we're, we're going to do a money grab. We are going to rob this place and walking by, <laughs> we want a billion dollars and walking by the Swiss bank and then robbing the Arby's. And you go, yeah, that was technically a money grab, but that was a really dumb money grab. That <laughs> right. Arby's is not right. going to have a billion yeah. dollars in it. The the vault was <laughs> open in the bank, too. It was weird. Like, I don't, I mean. Right. Just and, so stupid, man. Yeah. So stupid. I mean, we, we mentioned. But other than that, I liked it. <laughs> mentioned Dakota mailing it in. I think Sydney definitely mails it in. But Emma Roberts, I mean. She does not give one ounce of effort, I don't think, in this movie. It was almost like clapping. I was like, wow, this is impressively mailing it in. That's all. It was it was amazing. Yeah. And then the baby, the baby shower scene, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yep. that's bad. Why did we it was tough, Uncle man. Ben? Have you ever been shot in Queens? <laughs> mm-hmm. What are we doing? That one was guys? Rough. That's what I'm saying. Like, like read this. Did they not read the script? Any normal person could have read this and be like, no, this is not. You I guys, went to see this you guys, today. You guys and, didn't see it on IMAX like I did, though. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's my new bit. I've seen all these kind of movies on I IMAX. like this. I like it. I went to see it today, and there were three other people in my theater, and no one was near me, so I live-tweeted it in our in our Discord. And I think I made note of like five different lines of dialogue that were the worst line of dialogue of the last decade. And there was like 10 of them. I mean, it was so, so, so bad. So yes. How does this scene get through? How does that line get through? There was one where she was like, he's, I don't know if he's in Shanghai or Mumbai or Shanghai. I was like, how, how do we get that through? This is my favorite line, which I wrote down, Brian was towards the end spoilers coming up where Cassandra can see the future. Cassie can Mm -hmm. see the future. Yeah. She says to her new friends, your futures were almost so different. You're lucky I saw them. <laughs> I loved that. That was deep. The entire execution of the idea of she can see events before they happen was so shoddily done. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about bad direction. And aggressively poorly and done. Like, it's done where you I, don't know if it's happening now or in the future or in the past. You don't know because... <laughs> the way it's edited so it's like am i seeing something now or am i seeing something yeah in the past? i was constantly confused on what whether what i was seeing was actually Ooh. happening or if this is a flashback or flash forward it was so bad it was so confusing and it and it was edited to almost be like a jump scare too yes and so like that was definitely a choice 
<laughs> but not the choice that I would have made because it just it I just felt like I was being assaulted every time she did a, a flashback or flash or whatever you want to call it. It was it was just like jarring my brain um in a in a it, it was not enjoyable. It's just an aggressively unenjoyable movie from a look and sound level, which like how why and why like how how did how did this happen you know it's it's a this is where we decided to make our our kind of director's trademark choices like oh my gosh when that's you hire a tv director that's rough that's, yeah that's kind of what you what you sign up for so i mean the first scene with the mother 9 months pregnant mind you searching for <laughs> in the amazon yeah with no any no kind of jacket some kind of protective bee suit, anything going on there. That was that's definitely smart. We open with that. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> I, the trailer scene. But the lines on in it, the line that went crazy she, viral. She the, says about half of it at yeah. one point, and I was like, I did the Leo. Oh, there. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when it turned. I think when that trailer came out in that line, that's where it was like, oh, this is gonna be. I just thought it would be a come and go movie. Before yeah, that, yeah. once the trailer came out, was that like six weeks ago, two months ago? It was like, oh, yeah. this is going to be oh, cat. No. This is cats. Yeah. It's getting tarred, but in the wrong. Yeah, in the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have that play out. Tar should then... be in Spider Man. <laughs> do that at least. We're not four minutes into the movie, and the spider natives come down. And I don't know what I was. I, I stood up and I considered walking down the aisle and leaving. <laughs> But I said, nope, this is for the man fam, sat down. So I'm going to ask you guys, what do you prefer? Mm -hmm. Spider natives or natives named spider? (laughs) Well, at one point, (laughs) I'm trying to find it. I, because I I made a note of it. (laughs) At one point, she is going through her mother's belongings and she talks to herself a lot, which is always like the mark of a good movie. movie good, sc- good screenwriting when people talk out loud yeah. to themselves. When people speak out loud to, number one, themselves, uh, number two, the, the, cat. the cat. Yeah, you got to have a cat. Number three, um, <laughs> for some reason, she's watching A Christmas Carol on a 1978 mm-hmm. Zenith. Um, well, it was 2003, time. Brian. <laughs> Brian. That's what we had there. You don't remember 2003? Oh, we only watched <laughs> 70s Zenith. The other time when the bird flies into her apartment, she uh-huh. starts talking yeah. to the bird. This doesn't change anything. Yeah. yeah. But when she's flipping through all of her mother's stuff, talking to semi or either herself or the cat or both. The screenwriting goes, thing of show, don't tell. And if you tell, don't have them right. do it to itself. That would be my, right. when I teach my screenwriting right. class. That'd be pretty easy, I feel like. But she says, ah, there it is, spider people. Yeah. <laughs> she's just she's looking through like her mom's Rolodex. Mm. It's just, ah, spider like, people. And when she's go. like, I'm going to go trace her steps back. And then they just cut to her immediately at the tree, the uh, exact tree. <laughs> so that was easy. It just hasn't, hasn't changed in 32 <laughs> yeah. years. Wow, yeah. she, she told me exactly exact where it same. was. Yeah, it was <laughs> incredibly detailed <laughs> instructions so she left. So stupid. Oh, gosh. The spider natives were, I mean, all the spider oh, villain yeah. type stuff, it was, to me, Brian, it was the putties from Power Rangers. Was it not? Mm-hmm. Well, they wrote the freaking Power Rangers movie, so did, I guess that they makes wrote, sense. The like, way they yes, moved, the yes. way they were attacking, it was the putties yeah. from the first Power yeah. Rangers movie. 
awful, man. That's just awful. I don't. Oh, I gosh. loved it. <laughs> just, Needle drops were rough too. Got yeah. some. I think we're alone now. That was the one where I was like, okay, my eyes may never recover from this <laughs> eye rolling here. I this may be stuck for life. That was pretty pretty brutal. Remember when we got a she, nice uh, five minute pointer scene of of her teaching them how to do CPR mm-hmm. in the middle of a for, freaking for, superhero movie? That's definitely <laughs> that's useful. Um, that's what I. I mean, that's the one thing missing yeah. from Avengers Endgame. Um, I like agree. I've always said. Yep. Oh, just... <laughs> that Hawkeye didn't stop, prop the head back, <laughs> give appropriate paramedic. Uh... Yeah. yeah, when someone's having a seizure, uh, you want yeah. to make sure they don't bite their tongue. Uh, yeah, just. <laughs> you know when she's so mighty. She, uh, with her paramedic buddy O'Neill, and mm-hmm. she pictures his death but doesn't warn him, and then he drives off, gets hit by a semi, and then mm. he's just immediately dead. Just so dead, yeah, dude. Just like so dead. She, she walks up to out. the car. Like it's, yeah, it's, he's dead. She and, just opens the door. Adam Scott and pull- walks up to her. He's like, "No, no, he's gone. <laughs> nothing he's gone. you can There's do. Nothing you can do. T <laughs> <laughs> bone. It's not that big a deal. It's not like he drove off a cliff. I mean, guys. ambulances are pretty resilient yeah. just by nature. <laughs> just immediately, I mean, he's gone. There's nothing. You gosh. Can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't say that. Yeah. He has a broken <laughs> collarbone. Yeah. Just let he him just, bleed out. He just pulls out a like gun. He's not and even puts conscious. Him down. Like yeah. he's gone. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> you don't even see that in a in a 911 episode. Like that no, level of incompetent. It's so, it's so bad, man. It's just so bad. Oh my god, Brian. Gosh. That's funny. <laughs> Putting him down. No, they, there's no coming back. His clavicles. He's like lightly fractured. I feel okay, actually. <laughs> nope, nope. I'll drive myself. <laughs> I loved uh, Uncle Ben driving to the hospital and breaking every conceivable traffic law, too, along the way. Dude. Don't worry. She's pregnant. It's okay. <laughs> so do we really have to go birth Peter Parker? Like, are we really doing this now? I guess so. Uh, why? Why do we have the title? There's a big fight in a fireworks factory that is like <laughs> the dumbest. If I, I hadn't mean, seen I Argyle last week, that would have been the dumbest action scene I've seen in, yeah. a, in a very long time. But fortunately, Argyle smoke exists, dance. So. Do you th- think when we named our show Mad About Movies, Madam Web saw into our future and saw the last two weeks? Madam Webb about movies. Mm-hmm. Changed it took me name. about half the movie for me to realize that her last name was Webb. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> you just threw your Diet Coke on the person in front of you. <laughs> just couldn't. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So stupid for no reason. For absolutely no reason. Oh, man. Incredible amount of file scenes in this i mentioned that over yeah. shirts just the whole incredible. the whole movie is a pointer scene yeah. the whole movie yes. like <laughs> it's offensive it's so bad we haven't even talked about tahar rahim uh dakota johnson is an f minus 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 in this to me sydney sweeney is even somehow even worse mm-hmm. this guy just like just blowing them both out of the park with how awful he it was <laughs> and i've seen him be he was getting the Mauritanian. He was good in that. I, 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 you know, he was at least non-offensive in Napoleon like two months ago. This is, 
This is the worst villain I've ever seen in a superhero movie, I think. It's so... All of his lines felt like they were read in ADR, but like using a microphone from the 70s in a bathroom or something. It was so... Yeah. So bad. And he kept changing the accent a little bit. It reminded me of like... I'm watching Curb right now. It reminded me of the the Sophia Maria character from last season. Maria Sophia, I can't remember from last season. You're just like trying out different different accents and dialogues at the table reading. So it's it was that's the worst part of the movie. And there are a lot of terrible parts of this movie. I I was kind of blown away by how terrible he was. For it all to end in this action sequence that was awful, um, and then. I don't know. I look. I was so checked out by this point, but there was no explainer on why she's blind and in a wheelchair. Was there? Like she just. I think she kind of blows her powers out at the end, right? Okay. She got offended by her. <laughs> Adam and then Adam Scott gouged her eyes out. He shot her right in the spine. <laughs> <laughs> nope, can't do anything about this. She's not even laying down. Yeah, that is um, pretty. That's pretty. Is she going to be like the Professor X to Sydney Swinney? I mean, it, it, it felt is, like the whole point of it was just to create yeah, to get the, to there. the great value yeah. X Men. Yeah. And I, I, oh, man. that's a that, great value has some fine products. Uh, uh, wow, that is brutal. that is so true. And I mean, this has made fifty million dollars so far. Is there any chance this makes money? They spent. They had to have spent so much on ads on this, yeah. and for it to get beat by that by the Bob Marley movie, and and not close to. I mean, it well, wasn't. They like, spent more money on ads. <laughs> and the Bob Marley movie. I've never seen a movie advertised. They started advertising that, and I'm not joking. I think before COVID, actually. So yeah, that's 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 true. But yeah, that could like jamming too. <laughs> this movie cannot get doubled up basically at the box office by the Bob Marley movie. That can't. That can't happen. So this whole movie is an exercise in pointing to the sequel that is not going to happen because of how terrible it is. It's I did not. That's the most confusing. How does that go on your resume and you keep getting jobs? How? How? Oh. Of all the confusing things in this, I was most confused about why they said it in 2003. It made I no did, sense to I me. Did. You know that added five to eight million dollars to the budget. (laughs) The only reference to it is like they show a Beyonce billboard at some point, and there's some there's a Missy Elliott poster somewhere. Yeah, needle drops of 2000. That relevant? I don't. I don't. I don't understand that. And so here, you know, at some point, Pepsi came forward and was like, "Hey, we got you for uh, 20 million of this. Throw some Pepsi uh, in this bad boy." They're like, "Got it. Cool. Yep. No problem. We got you, Pepsi." So they threw Pepsi. And I mean, that's got to be Everywhere. from the Lorenzo Di Bonaventura school of get mm-hmm. Bud Light to pay for Transformers mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. method. But I mean, this thing's full of Pepsi, and the Pepsi cans they use were not introduced until like 2009. So oh <laughs> this really sets it right home. Could they not have gotten 2003 Pepsi cans? Is all I'm saying. If we're if we're this committed, do it. I love this quote. Uh, from a, an industry insider says, we're not going to see another Madam Web movie for another decade plus. It failed. Sony tried to make a, a, a movie that was a different type of superhero movie. Sony supposedly plans to rework the entire franchise depending on the success of Craven the Hunter. But like, I love that they're like, maybe in 14 years. 
We'll come back to this. The Same public will be, won't be ready for it. <laughs> well, again. I think okay. that's a good yeah. good place to end before we hit grades. Is is I think Hollywood Reporter or somebody did a big story about this, and they pulled a bunch of people, you know, podcast critics, things like that, and they mm. said the consensus was that, was that this failed because. <laughs> It was a female-led superhero movie. No, and I don't think yeah. that I don't think that's the case at all. I think and you if hate this was women. funny <laughs> and good, then it would have made money. I think it's really that. Wonder simple. Woman did okay. You know, I think Wonder Woman. I mean, it, yeah, it was good. It's right. the money. Right, <laughs> big sequel. You know, it, it. I think that that's not the problem at all. I mean, no, it's it's that even the general public could spell could smell yeah, the Mor- stinker on Morbius this, you know? did horribly too. I mean, yes, that's yeah, a, that's I, a term. Anyone who is saying that is like, okay, we don't want you to come to the movie anyway. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's okay, you're the worst kind of people. So right. it doesn't, there's no way that it got skewed that hard by. Man, I think that's the wrong lesson for Hollywood to take. Movie. Like, if Everyone executives read that, that article yes. and they say, oh, well, I told you, that I think that's the wrong lesson. The lesson should be don't hire Morbius guys again after they make terrible <laughs> movies. Don't hire inexperienced directors to do this. Don't hire Just, a producer that has a t- horrible track record to put this thing together. Well, and, and, uh, and just yeah. like, this isn't a movie. This isn't a movie. This is not don't a character. Do that just was, because you can. Yes. Gosh. It's just what? not a movie. This not a character that is begging to be made into a movie. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just don't. There's lots of comic book characters that can just stay on the page. They could not. They don't. They're, they just weren't satisfied, man. They could. They weren't movies. satisfied with just having Spider Verse be awesome. You know, they're like, man, we can, we <laughs> yeah. can get a little live action well, it's also in here too. Right now, right? Sony's got like nothing else right now. Yeah. So right. Sony's in That's, a bad spot, but it doesn't help when you keep just cranking out. They have a bunch of bad there. producers there. Some could even call them. Hold on, sunglasses on. Sony hacks. <laughs> Take that, Amy Pascal. <laughs> I like that a lot. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think the lesson to learn here is make good movies, and then they'll make money. The end. Could we get like a consultant gig to just do we to should. say that? Just walk into a room, and be like, uh, just make good movies. That's it. Hundred grand. Thank you. Like. I, because apparently they need to hear it. Apparently that needs to be said. I, how concerned is it? How concerning is it that like this has eight writers on it and none of them said this? Guys, this is terrible. Let's just not do this. Oh, I'm sure they did, but they are getting yeah, paid. They also so. got a little bit of money. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They got the gig. I don't know. I feel like I could write a screenplay better than this and. A week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm serious. Dude, grief. While watching it, I text, I, did I text y'all? I can't remember. I was like, actually, I'm on the side of the studios now in the, in the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the writer's strike. Like, no, we, AI should replace these people. This is, AI would have done a better job. So bad, man. Like, just, Even AI would be like, no, a pregnant woman would yeah. never do that. Uh, no, it's just like that scene. Look, again, I, I'm a big Sydney Sweeney fan. I'm not really a you Dakota Johnson are. fan. I thought she was I thought she was much worse than Dakota Johnson was. The worst scene in the movie was was Cassie talking to her mom via the the spider people or whatever in the past yes. and like 
Oh, you went to the Amazon for me. That was the worst scene in the movie. This is where you were born. That was the worst for me. Was where the dude was back there with her, you know, and he was like, "This." By the way, I killed your mom. Yeah, we knew that. You're really (laughs) evil. We 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 get it. Was he invisible to everybody else? I like he's like crawling on the wall right above human beings, and they just like don't. They didn't even see. Yeah, I don't think he's not even. Okay, (laughs) well. That makes sense. I think he was just on the ceiling, man. Couldn't see him up there. (laughs) The scene where Dakota Johnson tries to climb the wall and falls down. It's like, what are we doing here? (laughs) So bad. She doesn't even. We do have. So here's uh, Columbia Pictures, aka Sony's movies upcoming in 2024. You guys want to hear a couple? Yes. We got a new the new Ghostbusters, new Garfield movie. Uh, Bad Boys Four, mm, okay, uh, which might get delayed because of strike. So we'll, we'll hold out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, God willing, Project mm-hmm. Artemis, okay, Harold and the Purple Crown, Craven the Hunter, <laughs> Venom Three, and mm-hmm. an untitled Karate Kid film. <laughs> that's needed. So you know. They've got okay. some cool properties coming too. They've got a Metal Gear Solid movie coming out. That's going to be great. Um, mm. Spider Women is in production. I don't. I think we're going. I'm going to go ahead and report that I think that's been canceled. <laughs> and an untitled Olivia Wilde film project that is oh. in this. It's a co-production with Marvel. So, oh boy. Oh no. Yeah. Wow, that's a, that does not sound great. What's Project Artemis? That is a Andy Weir. That's book. right. He's the guy who yeah. wrote The Martian, and I believe it's the one with Gauze. I, I think Lord and Miller. I think Lord and Miller. Yeah, yeah Lord and Miller are doing yeah. that, or they might just be producing it though. Yeah. I can't remember cool. if they're actually directing, but they're involved. Cool. Great book, by the way. It's a really good book. That has a uh, potential then. But good grief, yeah. It seems like they're desperate for some new IP. Yeah, they really need a Barbie kind of just come out of nowhere and and do well for them, but it's not seem to be happening anytime soon. Let's hit a grade here for Madam Webb. Kent Garrison, F minus minus minus. Brian, what about you? I don't know that we've ever in the history of this show had back to back weeks where we've gone F minus 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 on but I I mean I I semi jokingly said Argyle's maybe the worst movie I've ever seen in my life and then and then this happened. Um, yeah. Where does this rank with be Argyle a, with you? Neck and neck? Argyle's longer. Um, they're, they're, they're terrible in completely different yeah. ways. It's just... I think Argyle's Argyle way more misguided than this. that it's clever. This, Say I that again, Argyle thinks it's way better than this, though. Yes, yeah. I, I, I agree. I think one of Argyle's major issues is how clever it thinks that yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. And how clever Matthew Vaughn when Matthew Vaughn that shot is. that smoke dance, he's like, "This is going to be yes. shown in like, like eight I just, Academy Award it, reels for right, for us right. in my career. This is going to be taught yes. in, in film school for the rest of time." <laughs> um, so that's different than this because there's negative ambition mm-hmm. um, in the, in this movie. I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to hold. I'm gonna have to think about that for literally the rest of the year because. Yeah. I just, there can't be a worse movie than these two movies. There can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. So, 
I I'll hold out right now. I put this slightly behind Argyle, but Argyle is longer and has smugness to it that I hate. So that's right. that may play a factor later in the year. Sorry, F minus minus minus. Yeah, horrific movie. And Richard, like I told you guys, uh, we put our dog of fifteen years down this weekend, and and this movie was the low light. So um, I'm going to go F minus 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 as well. I, can you please make that your Rotten Tomatoes blurb, just so the people that made this, you the know they'll see it. The that Richard had get around the studio, and, this. and that has yeah. to. Like, this guy, oh, Olive's legacy. Let, he put his dog down, and this was worse than that. That is the- <laughs> She's the real, Olive, Olive was the real female superhero, but she rests in peace. That is an all-timer line from Richard. Love it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, before we get out of here, let's hit a quick weekly recommend. Weekly recommend. What you got for us, Richard? Yeah, I've got a book I finished over the weekend. Um, it's in the film. We talked about a little bit, some movie books that we're all, Brian, I know, is trying to read. It's uh, it's uh, A Path to Paradise by Sam Lawson. Um, he's written, he wrote the uh, the Big Goodbye uh, book that I loved about Chinatown and all of that. And uh, this one's about Apocalypse Now and the making of that. And really the whole Coppola um, all the way up through, there's some some kind of hints around what we're, what we're in for um, with his new film this year. So it's mm-hmm. kind of that whole, it puts you in the setting. Um, it's kind of written in, in real time of the making of Apocalypse Now and the kind of break, you know, the purposeful breakdown that he put himself through to make that. Um, and the, in the, um, and all that. So yeah, really, really, really cool book, really well researched. I like the energy in which it's written. It's feels really, it puts it just drops you in right away. Not unlike the film and, uh, is, is kind of maniacal and crazy and all the, all the seventies film history that you could ever want. So, um, uh, he's, he's becoming one of my, my favorite, uh, kind of film historians, um, I really like his his writing style. So, so yeah, highly recommend. Um, highly recommend by Sam Lawson, "The Path to Paradise," Francis Francis Ford Coppola's story. Nice. <clears throat> I just finished. Uh, I just finished the Chinatown book yesterday. Oh, nice. So, um, Isn't that great. It's very good. Yeah, it's very very good. Great, very decent good. movie too. Decent movie. <laughs> Could be. Could be uh, that Nicholson guy might a, have something. Is, is there a good Nicholson biography? I need to. I need to read that. That's I a good question on the Nicholson book. Um, if you got recommends, let me know. I, I want to. My favorite actor ever. I'm very, very interested in in uh, <clears throat> 60s, 70s Nicholson, especially just like his whole. There is one that appears to be. Hold on, I'll find, I'll send you some links. Okay, cool. Um, my recommend this week uh, is going to be. I watch so X Men ninety seven finally has a a release date. It's it's like March twentieth, I think. Um, and so I started watching the original X Men series, the uh, the cartoon with uh, with Coop because this was that was like my I mean I freaking loved loved the X Men. 
the show is so good and uh it's been a really long time since i've watched it so we watched two or three episodes together this weekend also got through some of the terrible x-men movies with him Mm. um which has been rough he's he loves x it's he's experiencing what we have all experienced it's man the x-men are awesome why are these movies so bad uh we watched we watched Days of Future Past this weekend, which he loved, and that's to me that that's probably the best one. Uh, but then we followed it up with the the two Wolverine movies and uh, Apocalypse, and he's just like, man, I really want to like this, and he just, you know, it's terrible. So anyway, we watched the first few episodes of of the the series of the the the, the cartoon, and and it's it's as it's it's as good and as nineties as I as I remember it, and that is like a was a major that is a that was a major player for me big big time loved that show i'm watching batman the animated series too kind of just like as my background show right now and i hadn't seen that in a really long time and it's that could be a weekly recommend as well it's it, that's such a great such a great show and so many cool stuff so so many cool things that happen um in the first season of that that show but uh anyway x x-men is my is my official weekly recommend this week so Getting ready for that X Men ninety seven in a month or so. Excited nice. for it too. I'll recommend this. Uh, we are the World Doc. Have you guys watched this yet? No, haven't seen it yet. Very high on the list. Greatest yeah, Night in Pop cool. is what it's called. Um, really good. You guys will dig it. Definitely check that out. Nice. Uh, one thing that I didn't know about that story. I mean, obviously knew the song, have the record, whatever, but did not know that they did it after an award show. And stayed up oh, till okay. like 7 a.m. It was like, I guess, after the what, American Music Awards or something. Hmm. I just figured, oh, yeah, they called everybody and everybody came to the studio. But they had to do it while everybody was in town for this award show. And they didn't know who was going to show up. And it's really good. So check it out. A lot of cool footage Sweet. from that. And Quincy Jones. I mean, the man. Yep. Freaking man. Awesome. Love that. And Lionel Richie. Low-key American treasure uh, candidate. Mm. Shout out. Lionel Richie. Very nice. All right. That's the weekly recommends and Madam Web talk. But check out that episode we've got on When Harry Met Sally as we wrap up rom-com month here in the Man VIP after we get off here. So until next time, uh, we'll see you at the cinema. All right. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. The salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. <laughs> <laughs>